And we'll just peck bounce the whole time. Wow. I think that's the one that got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> Good gate, right? What? Yeah. Whoa. It's me, Mario. <laughs> what is up, my friends, and welcome back to Uncensored. And guys, today I'm very excited. We have we have a guest who has been featured everywhere. Okay, he's been oh, on HBO. He's been on oh. Jimmy Kimmel, Late Night with Conan O'Brien, wow. and. Now, as the pinnacle of his career, he made it on Uncensored with Mario Adrian's podcast. So give it up for Todd Glass, everybody. Fuck yes. Let's wow. All right. Let's you know what? I'll Ow. even applaud yeah. for myself. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Todd Glass. That's a very German name. Is it? Yeah. Glass. My, uh, my aunt's, my aunt, uh, her name is Ulla Glass. She runs a pastry shop in Eipisbach in Hochschwarzwald. Oh, shut the fuck up. Swear Are you being serious? No, I'm serious. Her name you is Klaas too. That. And it's a German, a very German last name. Yeah. It's, say that again. Um, Not the whole thing, but the part at the end she in the, with the place. Oh, yeah. She, so my hometown, it's a small town in Germany called Eipisbach in Hochschwarzwald. Mm -hmm. And she runs a pastry shop there. Jeff has been to it. And her name is Glass too. It's her last name. It all yeah. sounded magical. Yeah. Are you, are you German at all? No. No? No. Do you have some German in you? Uh, I don't I don't think so. Got it. I don't Do, think so. <clears throat> I don't, who knows? Russian? Who Russian. knows? Yeah. No, I have Russian. It might, Russian, got it. Russian Jews. Got it, right? got it, Does got that it. Make sense? Yeah, it makes sense, yeah. My Do, grandfather. Glachen. <laughs> no, Jacob Glass. <laughs> By the way, was, did that come off? Wait, wait, what? I have a punch. Do you want some German in you? Oh, okay. See, there we go. Listen, Todd, Todd, we'll listen. We'll be back right listen, after this. Every single podcast, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's a tradition, every single podcast, to start the podcast, I do this joke. Mm -hmm. So so here we are. And you know what? Yeah. It's I love long-running things. I have bits on my show that I've done for 15 years. <laughs> oh, yeah? Every single time. How is that? You Don't just, you get... Because you said you've been doing stand-up for 40 years. Yeah. 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 How, how is that? Because I feel like in the beginning of my stand-up career, I had the impulse to write a lot of dick jokes. What's been, what's your relationship? Do you have some material that you wrote like 40 years ago that you're still doing? Or is no, it like no. all? No, uh, I, I'll, I'll pull an old joke up, but usually, yeah. you know, usually you just sort of, hopefully you grow. So that old material, you know, there's exceptions. There's always some standards, but very few from like none from 40 years ago. Yeah. Because probably I'm just a different comedian. So even if they worked then, I wouldn't want to do them now. But, uh, but I started at like 15 and a half. Wow. Went down to this place called the Comedy Works. Where was that? In, in Den Philadelphia. Oh, because they have in Denver too, right? Uh, yes, there is yeah, one. Yeah, that's Completely what, yeah. different owners. Oh, I yeah? always wondered who took it from who. Um, but anyway, it, it's it's a great name. Yeah. It's so clean. Works, it's yeah. not a joke. Yeah. You know, I don't want to work clubs anymore. Even Most clubs, if the name, the worse the name, the worse the club. Oh, Very so rare you have like a silly a name joke? and you go, oh, it was cool. It was oh. like, really had a lot of style. And Wait, what's some examples of like silly comedy you know, club like, names? But my friend goes, you don't have to put a hat on a hat, which sort of sells the opinion with a little bit of a fact. Yeah, we get it. It's a comedy club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why oh, Vermont's comedy club, it's, cla it's nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm working with the Vermont, not like hoo-hoos or, you yeah. know, <laughs> going bonkers. Ha -ha. Yeah, the ha-ha, the funny yeah. bone. It's like, yeah, just yeah. relax and yeah, give it a... Give it a nice name. Yeah, you know? like maybe like very aggressive name. You know, like go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, there's a modeling agency in Germany that it's called Cocaine Models. Mm. You no, know? and I thought it was cool. You know, it's like you remember it. It's remember. It's memorable, very right? Easy to remember, yeah. yeah. No, but the one thing that I realized is like, uh, do you know all the Vietnamese restaurants? They have the most ridiculous names in LA. They're all called phenomenal. 
<laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, you know pho? Like P-H-O, the Vietnamese soup? Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, so all the all the Vietnamese restaurants, of course. <laughs> so all the places there are called Phenomenal. Um, they have all these puns in the oh, name. Oh, right, right. And I, I walked in, I was like, N I'm not doing, I just walked in, I was like, fuck you, and I walked out. Right. I was like, yeah. The puns are, <laughs> uh, I'm, never, I'm never too much of a fan of puns. You like puns? Um... Because there's some, so what's your comedy like? Is it more like, because I've heard, I love your set you did at the, because we met at the show like a few yeah, months ago. Yeah, set the Typewriter Dynasty. Typewriter uh, Dynasty. One yeah. of the best places to go see a show. They yeah. just know what they're doing, you know? It's like a, it feels like a movie theater, right? It's like a, it's a cool vibe, yeah. Yeah, it has more of a, a theater vibe than yeah. a comedy club, just which is which is better for comedy. Anyway. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's, a, you know, I'm, I, It's hard. I always say, if uh, you know, it's hard to describe what you do, you know, because I always say if it, if you could describe it, it probably isn't that good. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Because I never know how to describe it, you know. But because I feel like comedians, it's changed. Like when I watch old stuff, it's very pun heavy. I feel like. it it's is more like one-liners. No, it's like long winded stories, a little bit more personal, more vulnerable. Yeah. So did you go, Todd, did you go with the times? That's well, what I'm asking. You know what? <laughs> it's funny because even as, and I've been doing this a long time, but yeah. even then it was past the age of, it was very much heavy into sort of monology. It had a very tone to it, like very voices and you would put on yeah. an affected voice, but you were basically going, did you ever notice this? Did you ever notice that? Yeah, more observational but maybe? It, but it, yeah, it was yeah. heavily ob observational. But just before that, I mean, I don't mean just before it, when it was like the sillier and the slapstickier. Yeah. And even look at old sketch shows. All the characters are so over the top in sketches. Now yeah. in sketches, the funniest ones, to me, they play it so fucking real. Yeah. It could be like... Subtlety, right? Yeah, and then, and then it hits, you know, the acting isn't as over the top. So yeah. with comedians, the same thing. As you evolve, I think yeah. it's better now. I think it's always... Yeah. They asked a football player, I forget his name, Michael Jordan, like, who's the best player? Something like that. He goes, the best player's not on the floor yet, which is such an evolved oh, answer. Oh, wow. That's cool, And yeah. I like to think about comedy that way. It gets yeah. better. You know, comedy gets better. But There Michael Jordan, he was the best fucking quarterback the Dodgers <laughs> ever had. You know what I'm saying? You no, know, I wouldn't even know if you were right or wrong. No, me neither. No, Michael Wait, so Jordan played basketball. I do know that. I do know that. <laughs> but wasn't he, wasn't he a baseball player too? He did. No, well, wait, for, a was, it, for, a it, for a short period. For a short period. For a short period. That's the we, only thing I know. I think we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I'm He's done. Right. No, I'm on the same page. I always I used joke to lie. about this. You can't stop people on a plane. 20 years ago, it was worse. At least now people are starting to figure out. People would, wouldn't shut the fuck up. I go, oh, I'm not really into football, but real nice. Trying to leave it open that I'm into something else. Well, what about your Phillies? Okay, oh, I'm not yeah. into baseball either. Now yeah, I have to yeah. go, I don't know anything. No, so. no sports at all for you? No, I'd watch a playoff game. When yeah. it's down to that point, it, yeah. can, it can be very exciting. Yeah. But no. I'm, the, I'm the same way. I'm yeah. the same way. I'm, yeah. I, I don't hate different... it. I just don't yeah. love it, you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. love it. I'm not mad. I'm not like, you know. Did you ever like what try to, because what I do as a German, I know nothing about American sports, don't understand baseball. It is the most inefficient sport to be ever played. Whoa. But, no offense. Jeff played baseball. Whoa. I mean, look at him. He's like a, he's like, wouldn't you cast Jeff in any like college movie as like the baseball jock, you know, <laughs> that bullies you and, no. yeah, and the steals, your, were, steals your guy. Or yeah. they had those guys that were like so yeah. infamous. There's a few, I don't know their names, but I know exactly, like he was just for 10 years, just that guy, I you know. know. I couldn't name one baseball player except uh, for Michael Jordan. Babe Ruth? Babe well, Ruth, you go far back. <laughs> 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 
Pete Rose, Rose. Mike Schmidt. Okay, you, you know way some, back. Yeah. Um, uh, I, it's too hard. You know what I think? Why am I going to make the effort to remember it? It's going to be painful. I'm going to go, oh, if I go like, oh, okay, who was that? Then what the fuck? Who yeah. Cares? It's not easy. Well, I'm just it? trying to fit in with my straight friends here in America. Oh, yeah, you know, to... I'm trying to be like, yeah, bro, fucking the, the, the Boston Terriers last weekend, they fucking destroyed the Raiders, dude. That was crazy. <laughs> I used to be, you know, uh, we'd go to baseball games and actually had a good time when yeah. I lived back in Philadelphia. And I didn't know, I would ask my friends to ask what to yell because they, they didn't, they weren't going to yell it as loud as me i was yeah. comfortable so they would give me things to yell and then i would just yell them i get whole sections nice. laughing because they were very funny and i had the you know i would they would just tell me what to say yeah yeah. you know so you fully uh, dove into like the group dynamic of it you yeah just, it was fun it was yeah. fun no it's a fun dynamic yeah and you're also wait so, so you're, you're you're gay right what what was that yeah because that yeah. is also i think that's the reason we don't stereotypically you know i as a german sort of straight guy and you know that's we, we try to fit in then you know and yeah that's stereotypically right like i feel like you don't know as much about about sports oh. and um i don't know if that's I true though because there's a lot of it's probably more all over the place than you think you know why because all you have to update all those type of stats because years ago it would have seemed like you know how come most straight guys are into sports but years later if there's a ton of straight guys 100 percent straight but aren't into sports. They they would even be, let alone people admit that they were gay, people, straight guys would be embarrassed to admit, yeah, I'm not really into sports. That's what I'm saying. Now they're there's not. This, yeah, and I think it's so it's stupid, but there's like this. <laughs> better this way. <laughs> How'd right. you know he was gay? Well, listen, no, I, I have did, it in my resume. It's, I did research about you. No, I, did, I looked <laughs> you up on your Wikipedia. <laughs> At first thing it said, it's <laughs> my biggest class. fear. Brackets gay. That is was a comedian famous for okay, it, that yeah. it would become my identity. And my manager said something that actually really helped. He goes, you know what, Todd? It's not going to be your your identity because it's not the most interesting thing about you. Yeah. No, for sure. And I was like, what? Oh, you know what? And I was like, that gave me. I'm like, okay. Because I didn't want to be like, you know, that branded as that. This was maybe sure. 12 years ago. Yeah. So now, oh, it's, I mean, you know, I'm not saying it's it's at a much better place now. There's a lot more diversity in comedy. Of and, course, and, yeah. and diversity isn't a mercy mission to the people that you're giving it to. Yeah. Diversity makes shows better. Yeah. When I go to a comedy yeah. club and I see they have much diversity, funny people from all over. 100%. You know, you're always like, oh, these crowds are better. 100%. Yeah. So much yeah. better. Yeah. Did you feel, so when did you, when did you come out then? Because I read it on your, I saw something on your Wikipedia that you, I think, came out as a, on a podcast or something? I had a heart attack. Okay. Well, doing a show called Sarah Silverman and Friends. And by that time, I was still in the very much in the closet. Mm -hmm. I mean, people knew. Some people knew the closer yeah. you were to me, you probably sure. figured it out. But, um, uh, but, uh, and then after that, I was like, it really made me think. Like, if I would have died, like, I think mm. honestly, people would have said this is not the most insecure thing, but it's realistic. Mm -hmm. I think my people would have said, Todd was funny. It's a shame he never felt comfortable to come out. Mm. So I was like, ugh. So then it wow. just gave me the courage to go, yeah, to just, uh, to just. And I, Mark Maron was a popular show at the time, and he mm. had a lot of dealt with issues like that before. I thought, yeah, I'm just gonna do it. And for me, doing it on that podcast, which mm -hmm. was very, uh, very popular, yeah. Uh, what what year was it this was like 12 years ago okay okay it, it i got to do it all in once yeah like Efficient. a lot of people have to write <laughs> yeah. emails and stuff yeah. Every, yeah i even address philly i go i know i'm gonna come back to philly 
I'm going to go to Smokey Joe's and you guys are all going to be like, you know, because I know that's going to happen. It's a place I went a lot. Yeah. And I would go back home. And one of those guys, Philadelphia accent, leaves me a voice memo. He goes, ah, Todd, you had a good run as a straight guy. It's all over. I'll see you in Philly. And I was like, you know, just like, yeah, it was, you know, it was, it made it not as uh, scary, you know, but, um, but I'm glad I did. That's I amazing. Eventually no, did that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's a great move. So wait, you said if you hadn't come out on that podcast, which is like a public platform, mm -hmm. you would have had to send emails declaring, because I don't know now, I always say this as a European The perspective is that we don't even talk about sexuality as much. People always make fun that like Europeans were more open sexually, and that's all true. But also, we don't care as much about the label. So I don't know if you'd have to even mind you. That's 12 years ago, right? But yeah. I don't know if you'd have to necessarily like announce it in any way. You just do whatever you know. You know or, there's yeah. probably in betweens because I would think sometimes I understand why. Not just defending that I did, but like I think. I heard someone say it nice and clean, like, why do you have to? I yeah. think if you hit it publicly, yeah. maybe you even feel like you want to. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I hit this and here's my, even if some of you For knew, sure. but here's my sort of, you know, people mm -hmm. always go, oh, everybody knew. Yeah, but they weren't comfortable to say it. That's what yeah. we're celebrating, even if some people knew. But um, did I answer that? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. So do you feel like when you, especially when you started more like maybe 20, 30 years ago, were there, was there any example of like an openly gay comedian? There was. And now you look back and you realize seriously how brave they were and yeah. probably scarier than I ever even imagined yeah. touring around. But there were, there were some. And uh, so, you know, I, I remember a lot of the guys, even if I don't remember their name. You know? Yeah. Okay. But, That's uh, good. Because now I feel like it's, of course, there's like, you know, Matteo Lane. There's a lot of people who. Yeah. Yeah. And also Matteo Lane, what I love about him, he happens to be gay and I love his stuff, but it's not his identity. I mean, it, he talks about it, but it's not all he talks about. Yeah. You know, he just happens to be gay. Of course, he addresses it in his act. Yeah. And it's, it's he's funny it's outside a, of that. hundred percent. He's funny he's outside stuff, of yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but it also is a part of his life. So he. He of course. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 Just, just, but I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, there's yeah. nights I don't talk about it on stage, yeah. but it's definitely made me a better comedian. Even yeah. not related to that specifically, yeah. just other areas. Like I would be embarrassed to talk about yeah. style. Like I care about lighting a lot, like mm -hmm. style, like create. So, Uh, I used to be afraid to talk about that. I'd be like, that's gay. But once, uh, yeah, <laughs> let's yeah, talk about sports and yeah, <laughs> yeah. in, in my act, in my act, on yak, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but no, it's definitely, a, it's definitely, of course, and it's creatively, it can't not be a good decision. It makes, yeah, it makes total sense that it's better now. Life of course, better, yeah, you know? yeah. Did you, Mario? Did you ever, ever have any long-term friends that came out to you? I had my agent that came. Mario and I, I think we kind of fall on the spectrum. Maybe sort of straight. Mm -hmm. uh, but I had my agent of like 15 years that called me and came out. And it was like, it was such a shocker because he impregnated a woman. And we just had, it reminded me of so many conversations we had. And uh, it was, it was a very unique, interesting experience. Because I was like, I was talking about, what did I say to him? What did he say to me? Did you have any long-term friends that came out to you? Or not kinda? really. Okay. Not really. No, I, I feel like. I mean, so many of my friends are openly gay, <laughs> especially friends that are made in America. Germany, not so much, but nobody ever, again, in Germany, it's not, it's, I feel like most people don't have this, obviously, they're also not public figures. Nobody felt the need to publicly come out. Yeah. For me, also, it doesn't make a, I mean, obviously, it doesn't make a difference whether my agent is gay or straight. It doesn't right, right. affect me at all. Um, and a lot of people in the fashion industry, I knew that they were gay simply because of the fact that they try to, you know, um, you know, 
<laughs> you know, they made it very clear. <laughs> they made it very clear they were interested uh, in 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 sexual things with me. But um, yeah, were you afraid, Todd, that like when you came out, that that was going to have some repercussions in terms of business or touring? Were you afraid some fans would not? Yeah, come oh, out to shows definitely. anymore. Yeah, we had a guy on my podcast that had a problem with it, and that yeah. and he and he, uh, but he was trying to overcome it in a very. He was a nice, really sweet person. Yeah, but he talked about it. There was a documentary about podcasting, and he, and they talk about it in there. But um, uh, it really ended up so good, and I knew it pretty quick. Yeah, I was. Yeah, mainly you felt like like I, I was remember going into the improv, and I was like I, with my head down a little. Mm, mm. I felt vulnerable. Got it. I felt very vulnerable. Yeah. But you know what? That went away so quick. Yeah. So quick. And now I'm like, because I know everybody always goes, oh, it's better. It's better. It's better. You know what? I thought, I don't think it is going to be with me. And then yeah. very shortly after, I'm like, yeah. holy shit, I'm so fucking glad that I yeah. did that. You know, yeah. so much better. Yeah. I was happy before, but this is just much better. Yeah. Well, because you also don't strike me as a, like, you would not, I wouldn't know your, not at all. Your sexuality. I wouldn't assume. Don't give hints you know? of your sexuality. Yeah, I wouldn't. Just you could, you can, what's it called? Straight passing or <laughs> whatever it's called. Yeah. 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 But that's amazing. No, I really want to commend you for that because that's, um, that's such an interesting experience that sometimes it takes like a near death experience to do the things yeah. that we have been putting off. I had a similar experience where I thought I was going to die on a plane. I took a flight to Croatia and the plane, there was a loud bang and the plane dropped. And I, I was convinced I was going to die. Everybody in the airplane started screaming and crying. And I thought, okay, I'm going to die. I wasn't afraid of dying. The one thought that came into my head, I was like, oh, I wish I told my mom that I loved her. Like that was the one thing. And I was like, oh, it took that fucking moment to realize that that's the existential thing that I would have regrets about was that one thing, you know? So that's beautiful that you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That just hit me because, uh, you know, I will... You know, I had a friend, very close friend. Uh, it was harder than my mom, this friend. Yeah. Because you know, he was, he also happened to be a therapist. Mm. And like, he went through his own troubles. Like, we've known each other a long time. He was like, probably 47. And, um, but he would also, we became really good friends. And over the years, he got himself cleaned up and he became a therapist. And he was good. Yeah. And he would help me a lot. Besides being my dear friend, he would help me, like, give me a tangible advice. Like, if I didn't right. want to go to therapy every week. Which yeah. I would, but I'm a little lazy. Yeah. He'd let me call him and I go, Hey Kevin, what and he'd give me good clean advice. Mm -hmm. So uh for some reason, not even knowing, but in the last year, we did a lot. I never go to see him. He does he sings sometimes. I never would go, oh, I went. He goes, Man, my brothers are gonna and I went. Just coincidentally, I had no fucking idea he was gonna die. He didn't. And then after he died, like three or four months ago, if it was easier. I'm that we happen to have that year leading up to it mm. because other, you know, it's going back to like, I love you. You know, it was like, it did make it a lot better. Yeah. You know, having that, uh, as opposed to the opposite going, oh, I hadn't seen him in four years. Yeah. So yeah, it does. It doesn't make them go. It doesn't like completely fix it because they're yeah. still dead. Sure. I love you. So you then live. And obviously is your mom still alive? She's alive. Yeah. yeah. She's alive. Do you yeah. tell her you love her? So yeah, I have. So the thing is, it's very difficult. That's another element of like being German where we, we don't, it's very hard for Germans culturally to express emotions, especially my family. Like it's not something we say. Also saying I love you in German, ich liebe dich, holds so much more weight. It is uh, uh, so much of, I feel like 
it's almost like inflation. The term I love you has been used so much in America. So it means a little, little, a little bit less. Whereas in Germany, you, you say it like a few times in your lifetime. So maybe you say it to your loved one. Maybe you say it to your partner, your romantic partner. Um, in my family, we've never, we've never said that casually. It's not like I hang up the phone. I'm, I'm, I love you. You know, we say other things. We say, ich hab dich lieb, which means like, I, I'm fond of you. But it's, it's not, I love you. Because that's so, Germans are scared of that. Because it, it holds, it's so vulnerable to say that. And um, I don't know, culturally, it's very different. And it's hard for people to relate to this if well, they're yeah, not Germans. But any German, yeah. any German I've ever told this, and I've, I have stand-up clips about this, and it goes, it gets shared so much amongst Germans because they can all relate to that fear of saying, I love you. I used to get it. And maybe, maybe the answer is sometimes I think, should I come out of my shell? Because it is good to say. <clears throat> yeah. But this is sort of making me lean in the other way a little and go, well, maybe it is a little personal. And that's why if you're not, isn't there something that's a step down from that maybe? Like, and that's sort of what you're saying. Exactly. It still yeah. is. Because you know what I started doing? Because I do want to say something. But yeah. for some reason, and I don't know why, love you. My sister-in-law hung up the phone the other day. We've had honest conversations. She goes, yeah. I hate that I have a, get locked up sometimes. Yeah. Like a friend hangs up the phone, I love you, and I, I get locked. Why? That's not who I am. Like yeah. We're both going. So love you. And I went, you know what? Love you. Has With my friend Gary Goldman the other day, I hung up the phone. Love you came out easy. So if that's all it takes, sure. I love you. I don't know. Maybe I love you. Well, I would, say, I would say to my dad, for example, I could tell him love you way more easily than saying ich liebe dich. That's because that, it's English, right? It's easier. And also like, instead of saying, sometimes when I write, for example, even to Jeff, I say, love you, bro. Or like, man, love you, man. You know, because it kind of makes it more casual. Yeah. Right? Because we have that fear of sometimes yeah. coming across too intense or too vulnerable. I want it yeah. formal from you. Though. You want a formal one? <laughs> yeah, start no, that. bro. I'd he appreciate sh- it. He wants a Jeff wants a German. <laughs> ich liebe dich. You know what? Ich liebe dich. We're all, like, we're all tempted to do the bro. Like, even if it's not the bro, it's like the extra pat. Exactly, yeah. And then I yeah. think I'm all in my life. I guess even if it's little steps, I'd like to work away from that. Yeah. Because you know what? You know, it's uh, you're, what you're sort of saying to yourself. And by the way, I'm not criticizing you. I, we all do it. Oh, for sure. You're no, saying like, oh, I don't want that person to think that I'm expressing myself. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, well, it's proud. You should be proud intense. that you have a... <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. I have uh, my mom's uh, husband. He uh, basically, my, he did just come here, my stepdad, I guess. He, uh, he has a thing where like he, when he hugs me, he's also very German, you know, so like when, when he would hug me, um, cause I'm now a little Americanized where I'm a little bit more, I guess, vulnerable or like a bit more emotionally expressing also physically. Right. So I hug him and then whenever I hug him and I say, oh, yeah, it's so good to see you again. He would always, before he hugs me, <laughs> no joke, he would punch me in the stomach. Like it's <laughs> not a joke. It's literally a thing he does every single time. And I get it. I get it because it kind of makes it more <sighs> like a, more like, um, I don't know, like a broy thing yes. or like a playful, yes. like he would literally like go like this, come here. And then he punched me in the stomach. Then he would hug me. And I was like, why do we need the punch in the stomach, dude? <laughs> that's, that's almost adorable. You no, know, I get, I get it. And but, it's very adorable. And I totally get it. I totally understand why. Um, it's just funny how that, you know, but is it a German, works. is it a German thing to not express as much love? Yeah, Germans are, I have a joke that we Germans, we, we feel emotions, but we don't express them because it's very energy inefficient to show emotions. You know, so we Germans, we feel emotions, but instead of expressing them, we take the energy to make better cars. You know? <laughs> so that's like a joke. I've, and it's true though, because I feel like we Germans, we have feelings and we can rationalize them 
we can talk about them in a rational way, but we don't necessarily allow ourselves to let them out and to express them, especially with other people. Yeah. And, and even if culturally that's correct, like there's a certain less affectionate, yeah. uh, but there's still that dynamic even within like the United States of like, you know, like people relate with this. I, I mean, sure. I've not, I've talked about it more this in the last year for some reason, my sister-in-law, I go, what is it? My friend Meg. And yeah, I'm surprised how many people, and then it leads to like, you know, I ever see two brothers and one can go over and lean on the other brother. Like maybe they're hanging outside and leans on him. Like there's yeah. an affection between yeah. them. Yeah, beautiful. Like yeah. that's so, that's to me like, oh, what, you know, that's like, wow, I don't, I, I didn't, it's okay. It's not like I'm like, what happened? Maybe. Sure. My mom mushed the hell out of us, it's, telling us how cute we were. So it was, but I just, I would never, but when I see that type of yeah. behavior, I'm like, I'm envious of it. It seems like it's nice. Same. And I think that's why, and that's why I talk a lot about my, in my standup, but also here on YouTube and stuff. It's like that. A lot of time the sexuality component comes in, especially straight guys are afraid to even be vulnerable because for some reason, being true to your emotions and expressing emotions is associated with being gay, which is so right. strange because they or should be woman. completely separate. Or a woman, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So a lot of, especially straight guys, feel even less permission to show emotions because they want to keep their sexuality or whatever. You yeah, know? So that's what I'm kind of fighting with, you know, the whole bromance yeah. and It's much better too. now than it was, Yeah, than it was, imagine, even like 20 years ago. It's like 100%, so much yeah. better now. It's yeah. so it'll, it'll keep evolving, but. Yeah. So, but then when you, when you, when you, when you had that coming out, so you didn't feel any, it didn't impact your career in a negative way at all with ticket sales or anything like that? No. Fantastic, no. yeah. Not at all. Nice. Yeah. You know what? They, I always reminds me of, they would say when you met, you know, Mr. Rogers of, of him. Mr. Rogers yeah. of him? What mm -hmm. is that? Uh, Mr. Rogers, he's like a iconic children's host. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know that. But just, I just did. picture any really person, a good yeah. person you've known yeah. in the public eye that's yeah. done good things, always good energy, good positive. Yeah. And they said, when you met him, it reminded you how decent we could be as a species. And mm. then... You know, with social media, overwhelmingly like 99%, maybe one or two things I read. Yeah. It, was, it was all positive emails yeah. that were like, it, that made me go, oh, I'm so glad I started reading my emails. I didn't before that. Mm. But some of these that I read, I go, God, that could have fallen on deaf ears. Yeah. And um, so it was just a lot, a lot of, uh, it, it made me feel really good and proud of my fellow comedians, like just so fucking great. Yeah. With sense of humor and love. That's great. It was it was like great. very did, overwhelming. In did a, it change your way. your delivery or jokes at all? Like the, did you content? become more? Did you did <laughs> your stand up become more gay? I say did girlfriend you, a lot. Did you? Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, all good, all good. And and um, so, but I'm I'm like loving stand up right now. I'm loving going out. I just it's my favorite thing. That's why that video. And I don't care if you watch it. The show that, that yeah. Um, that's what I'm trying to do right now is do like, uh, it's like I have a band. Yeah. Cause I saw, so you're right. Cause you've been doing stand up for like 40 years, right? I've been doing it 40, oh, probably 40, 45. I started in 1982. Damn, that's wild. I was in high yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what's the, what's the goal? What's the focus right now? I mean, you've, you've made it on this podcast. So what's, what's next for this Todd is it. fucking you class? Up, you, know? you know, you know, at our, I, uh, the, the bands like, I would early in my career, I would open up for musicians a lot, uh -huh. like like nineteen. 
Yeah. I opened up for like George. I, I don't know how many of these people even know, but I was like 19. George <laughs> None Benson. Of them. If you open for David Hasselhoff, I'll know. David, ha- David Hasselhoff. I'll know. <laughs> By the way, he does a great version of Sweet Caroline. You oh, yeah? Drop it in he's, right now. He's the fucking legend um, in Germany. Uh, some music acts like uh, like Patti LaBelle, Diana Ross, George Benson, Luther Vandross. And they're like pretty, pretty. And so I liked always the, something about it, the band and mixing it with yeah. stand up. And that's, I mean, basically the show I do now is a stand up comedy show. But yeah. there is a band element. I do bits with them, but purely them just playing as the crowd's coming in and playing intro music with trumpet and sax. It just yeah. makes it like this, yeah. uh, this uh, big deal. So I yeah. want to do a run in New York for like, I like to do a month. A month? A month straight at the yeah, same I'd place. That. That's what I'm that. trying to do. Yeah. Have you ever lived in New York? I haven't. You have not? Oh, I wow. Because I feel like, like in 40 do years doing stand-up, I, most comics live in New York at some point in their career. I, I feel know. Like. A lot do. A lot yeah. do. But uh, I don't know. I, they, they say the more money you have, the, the easier it is to enjoy New York. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm looking at a place right now in New York. And really? um, I mean, financially, I'm doing okay. But I'm like, um, I mean, most of my podcasts are demonetized because, you know, we talk a little bit too much about, you know, controversial things, I guess. Penises. But penises sometimes, you know. <laughs> It's crazy on YouTube now. You say penis once, the whole podcast demonetized. That's the problem. What world is that do true? We live in? No, but like sometimes, you know, there was a whole, especially with the whole with with the gay topic too. There was a big controversy also with YouTube because um, I make YouTube videos for a living, right? So like, some videos would get demonetized if you, for example, have you you discuss a topic that's like an LGBTQ topic, mm. and they those videos would for a long time be more likely to get demonetized because advertisers right. would not want to be associated, which caused the big controversy. And a lot of my videos, I talk about that, so then a lot of videos would get demonetized. I think LGBTQ creators actually filed a lawsuit against YouTube because they would, um, you know, financially discriminate against any gay topic. Like if you talk about sexual things in a straight way, then it would be fine. But once you mention something gay, it would be demonetized. So yeah. 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 In that sense, you hope they'll work it out. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's, yeah. But uh, overwhelmingly though, I'm, I'm, I hope it makes me, what makes me even peaceful or, and, and still enjoying it is, but overwhelmingly though, what I don't outside of that and being restricted, I think I'm aware. You can say more now, like than you ever. Yeah. If you really go back oh, yeah. and think you, what you could say, people can 100%, 100%, react. That's what people don't like. Yeah. You know, comedians they love, and I'm I love comedians. I just yeah. said it from my very. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not talking about all comedians. But sure. There's a group of comedians. I don't think they see the irony in it. Matter of fact, I think if they did, they could never admit it because it would mean in one fleeting moment. They'd have to think I was right, which would take a lot of work to change the trajectory of sure. their thoughts. It's and harder, it's. Yeah. Comedians say, I don't want this. I hate this. I hate that. They're not saying other people shouldn't be able to do it. They just say yeah. they hate it. But the minute somebody hates them yeah. and they, they're like, oh, that's not content. No, they, they just happen to really dislike you. Yeah, so yeah. They always try to write it off. But it's like more people can have opinions now than they could 40 years ago. You could just do your 100%. act. But guess what? Yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I don't mind changing. I've taken words out of my act happily. Yeah, I'm not mad at change. Okay, I'm not mad at change. I think I, I think uh, it's okay. I, I'm glad that there's jokes I did 20 years ago I wouldn't do now. I mean, I was a bad person. Any example or like any kind of evolution? Of <laughs> yeah, the- his act 20 years ago was just like the N word for like yeah, yeah. minutes to 10 minutes straight <laughs> it with, a, with a ukulele. Um, you know, sometimes it's not even social. It's uh, you know, could be with me. It most likely won't. I've never punched down. I've 
done a lot wrong and but but I've I've been good at not punching down. But it could be just my friend pointed this out, another community goes, Did you ever have a joke? It was just too mean. Not not by a rule of outside judgment, just your own. And I'm like, I do. Yeah. There's a few that I know that play on the and that whenever I think of someone hearing it, I'm like, oh, I just wouldn't be that I'd yell as loud, but it would be at something right. It was like something about Ricky Lake. And I'm like, so like, and I'm like, oh, so so it could be something like that. Yeah. Okay. Does that make a little too harsh? You yeah. realize words matter. If you grow off stage, it's if you grow off stage, as the years go on, you sort of figure out, oh, words matter. So I'll just think harder when I say something. I know I can say anything I want, and I like it that way. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you can't willingly go, wow, I, that's, I cannot use that word. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. I mean, yeah. On your own cognition, not not on because of an outside force. Just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. like if you went to couples therapy sure. or children counseling yeah. and you change the way you talk to your kids mm -hmm. not because you got a court order you just go oh, i could you know that's sort of the way I look for sure it. does that make sense yeah intuitively 100 yeah no and it's, it's true i mean sometimes you complain about like now we can't talk about things but if you put in the grand scheme of things yes or if you think about what you can and can't say in china <laughs> you know right it's a whole different level it is and yeah. perspective is Always a good thing to have. I do get how people feel you can't say anything. I do. I get it. Sure. Because you didn't. But if the perspective, you're like, yeah, you can say more. Yeah. Say more. And even if you like what, what you can't even, what does it mean you can't say anything? Because now we have with social media, which you've done a great job at, by the way, because the, the narrative for a lot of comics who've been doing it for so long is that social media comes in and they hate on social media, but you've really kind of embraced it. I mean, you, you're killing it. Was I'm that having like, fun. I, yeah. You know, I, during the pandemic, a friend mm -hmm. of mine goes, Todd, have you seen TikTok? He goes, it's, it's you. I go, and I had, I went, that's, it was like so long ago. I thought, <laughs> it's you, know, you. I was like, <laughs> meaning, meaning, did you, you would like love TikTok it. dance you and transition? You like, <laughs> well, it wasn't, that's what I thought at <laughs> I first. So like everybody, melody. you think it's just the dances. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I started to see bits on there mm. and I started to see funny bits. And I yeah. know I'm not a fucking, you know, like some, not the ones that are formulaic and they're for a 13 year old. Mm -hmm, you started mm -hmm, to see mm -hmm. like, that's mm -hmm. really funny. Like a little edit and very quick little things, but a lot of content or it was just cool and stylistic. Someone that's redoing their bus and they turn into a camper and they have the dog's head out the window and they're shooting it with music. And it's just, it's just another Thursday. And it was like 30 seconds. I'm like, yeah, they fucking branded themselves. I like even everything. Yeah. And, great. and, Twitter, I'm not a real wordsmith. So I did it. I had like 150,000 people. But I'm not a real wordsmith. But TikTok, I do like, I like music. I like stings. I like yeah. jingles. I like cool edits. So that's what he meant. They, yeah. They, oh, you, so I didn't mind going over there. So what do you what do you do on TikTok when you first started? Did when you, I first started? Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't really Dance? know what to do. I was still figuring it oh out. Oh, my God. Because like I did the cringiest things you can imagine. Like, okay, Jeff and I... We might be a lot of things, but we're not dancers. I, I'm I'm German. Jeff has white man's disease, but we tried because we're desperate to get on this app because <laughs> that's all it was in the beginning was the, the dance transitions. Yeah, but if people like you, they'll like watching you two do that. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. The dance was so bad. Like I could not pull it. So I would always go into like irony and do like a and like a, 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 I would dance bad on purpose because I just couldn't pull it off. Like if yeah. I, if I tried to dance and do like a like a rhythm thing, it just sounds yeah. absolutely it looks like, like not I, I'm physically disabled. Like <laughs> and, 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 and you know what's funny that you're it's thinking that. Good. 
because I knew I knew enough to the, the running key of comedy is don't to be to be uh, you know authentic. So I knew not to try to do the dance. Oh yeah, I was not. I, was I, not, I knew I not for not me. You, I don't think I don't think for you. You do. I think for you it's okay. We're, we have big difference in our ages. Sure, but like dancing's not authentic. It's the furthest. Yeah, from but you don't have to be. It just I can only dance techno music. You know, like German yeah. hard techno. You know, I can do that, but none none of the. Do you know um, that show uh, Shark Tank? Yeah. You know, I, I always thought you don't want to go down that path. Not that they're on TikTok. You just have to be true to yourself. But you can tell they have a PR person. So whatever what the dance is when they were doing, they're all doing that. I'm like, oh, no, you don't have to do that. Just, yeah, it's, that's a little it's, cringy, it's, right? It's a, it's yeah. a, I don't know why, because then on the other hand, I think let everyone do what they want. I don't want to be judgmental. Yeah. So I go, wait, am I judgmental that it's cringy? <laughs> Maybe it's cringy because it's not authentic, and uh, yeah, uh, no, maybe I mean that's why. Maybe it's there a justifiable cringe. Who are phenomenal dancers and they thrive and it was authentic to them. Amazing it was not me. What I did was like these, you know, these sounds. For example, there was one where it's like, uh, "Wow, you can really dance! Wow, you know, can I really know. dance!" And I would do that, and I would just bounce my titties. I would just like, "Wow, you can really dance!" I would just peck bounce the whole time. Wow. I think that's the one that got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we end up here in real life. Wait, so wait. Oh my god! What? There was um, so it all turned out great. That's why we're all here today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, so you saw. So, because I forgot about this, we met. So we met at a comedy show, but you've seen yeah. vid you've seen my videos before. Yeah. So what did you see? I saw. You know, it's funny when somebody asks you, and then you you don't remember. So then you feel like you're being disingenuous. Yeah. But I definitely what, when I started watching you. You know, you were talking about, about sexuality a lot. Mm -hmm. You seem to like not care about you know breaking gender norms and mm -hmm. being cool with people on the street. I like that you you. You don't you like you interact with people, but you don't bother them. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I mean sometimes. <laughs> sometimes them, get if they're bothering them, it's, it's yeah. if you're watching it, you side with you. I'm talking about when people's goal is to go out and annoy people. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, leave no, people it's not alone. like a no. No, you're it's always like, oh, friendly and yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. um, but that's what I remember. And at first, I didn't know. I'm like, okay, am I just watching this guy because he's good looking? Which is no no problem either. But yeah. will he, do I like him? You know. And then I started figuring out who you were, mm, and I was telling him before. Cool, I was like, yeah. Oh, I like like this guy you know you seemed uh, comfortable in your skin yeah and that's admirable well, thank you, know? you appreciate that you know you said you and were good looking what i said you said he was good looking too. yeah well thank you appreciate that yeah yeah, yeah. But i know but you compliments know, can be uncomfortable no, i get it and that's what i would say between yeah. men i think we should normalize that too yeah you know i think we should compliment each other i think i appreciate it thank it you. is hard it's hard thank you. look no. i always tell people if i'm gonna compliment them i go look away and now I'm going to compliment you. So I don't care if you look away. <laughs> it's, if it's good, just look away. And then sometimes it's not gay unless you make eye contact. Yeah. Okay, just compliment me right now. Easier. I'm going to look away. We're going to shake hands. We're going to fist bump right after. We're going to be good. We're and you were in a lot of the, you, you're you in obviously a lot of the uh, focusing everything to Mario. It's so rude. And um, they you, the same thing, the in-depth, the, the conversations about. Well, Jeff is amazing. From He's, silliness yeah. to uh, just everything. And that got my attention. Thank and you. Then, appreciate it. So, uh, yeah. Um, and that's that TikTok dance. But but then, <laughs> what do you do? So when? Because you did like on social media. So you did that, and then um, first I was doing like little things. And long story very short, I was out one night with a comedian friend of mine, Cam Kavinsky, and he's got a presence on Instagram and TikTok. And he's got a friend with him, and I go out of the blue. I just go, you know, some people make year million on like TikTok, or he's making eight hundred thousand a year. I go, I was thinking something the other day. What about some guy who's got 450,000, some young kid, 450,000, and he started to make 2,000 a month? That's pretty fucking cool. That's great, yeah. And then he goes, Chad, 
he pointed at his friend. I didn't know I'm describing his friend who's sitting right there. Yeah. Which it was a big compliment. And it should have been. That's an accomplishment. Yeah, that's you know, and he's doing well. So yeah. I go, I said, Do you want to help me with my social media? And it's the best fucking thing I ever did. Mm. Then it took, then you start getting, you know, 500,000, sometimes like 19 million, 15 million, 5 million. It's fun to watch that. Yeah. I, I enjoy the process. Yeah. You get that little dopamine hit. You yeah. go like, and, give me and all Chad's those likes. Been, yeah, I need more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Chad's been great and it's fun. I mean, I really do enjoy it. I, I do want the end game to be that that's where I connect with people that still want to yeah. come see stand-up comedy and introduce themselves to me. Yeah. But it's not hard to do. I love, we get together and we do videos. I have a comedian friend over. He chops it up. Yeah. And um, I, that's a fun night for me. So you basically had a guy. Yeah, no, I, lo I love it. I mean, and you got to love it. I think a lot of people do social media for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Because they want, especially people who want to be YouTubers, because short form content has been, has made it a little more accessible because anybody can shoot on their phones, but especially so many people want to become YouTubers, but they want to do it because they want to get famous. They want to make money. You'll never be successful because if you don't fucking love the process, if you don't enjoy yeah. genuinely the creation, it's not sustainable. Yeah, you know? it's certainly so, more, it's certainly a better, more enjoyable, you know, because I had a comedian the other day and he goes, you know, I, I guess I say this because I ultimately want to motivate some comedians I like. And I have to, yeah. when it was podcasting, I had to go, why are you so mad at podcasting? Like this, these things have been going on with Twitter, you know, and um, what were we just talking about? How it's, you got to love the process. Oh, oh and, he goes, yeah, yeah I guess I'm going to have to do Instagram or TikTok. Yeah, I go, Can yeah. I tell you something? I highly recommend you don't. Exactly. I'm being totally serious. Better than 100%. You're gonna, if you're doing it because you have to, I'm not even being flippant. No. But if you're excited, if you're not excited about it and go, oh, I yeah. have a great idea. I think it'll work. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you, yeah. I'm being honest. It's not going to work. It's, don't 100%. Do it. It's not going to work. Yeah. I think the it wasn't reverse psychology, although it sounded like it. Yeah. But yeah, I was yeah. going, oh, no. If you, I'm not, don't go do it because you have to. Yeah. Please, you'll fail. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to help you. And I think it shows too. Like if you don't enjoy it, like it it'll show. Yeah, you it's know, in the content, right? I, f I feel like it's it translates that energy yes. of passion. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like even when you were little and you do a fake radio show, you were also in a, you have to fake like radio you, show. you never do that. Yeah, we used to do we like had very different childhoods. <laughs> yeah. I was out in the Germany with my uncles chopping wood. There was like <laughs> talk radio before podcast, basically just talk radio. Yeah, and my dad would listen to talk radio in the car, and then we would do an impersonation of it. We had fun doing that. Yeah, and I still feel like when I do a podcast, when I did my podcast. It was like that. Like, it's just us being able to do whatever we want, talk yeah. about whatever we want. Yeah. It was, it's fun. Anyway, nevertheless. So he helped me. That's great. So you found a guy who's yeah. like, you know, in, in social media. Chad that's, Maxwell, that's, ladies that's and amazing. gentlemen. Chad, Chad. Chad Maxwell. What a dude, man. Shout out, Chad. Shout out, Chad. <laughs> See, it's a full-time job because I'm fortunate right now with stand-up. When I started stand-up, I already had a background in video making and YouTube, which really helps because I feel like all these skills are so essential and it's hard. It's a full-time job learning all this stuff. It's fucking crazy. So and if you can outsource that, that's great. I think if I remember correctly, you're at some of the clubs that I've sort of known. You you went to some improvs? Uh, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. I so saw like the Irvine improv or the Yeah, I've, I've done that one, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I haven't been up there in a while, but they were like, I used to be up there all the time. I used to live up that way when I first oh, yeah? moved that here. So I would always be yeah, over there. That's beautiful. Yeah. And um, I'm still yeah. surprised you've never lived in because I'm thinking heavily about living in New York right now. Cause I don't know. It's just you. Be, I'm sure you've been to New York, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. Course, yeah. The romance of it. It's I'm, so. I'm, it's a magic that I can't even explain. Every time I go to New York, I'm like, "This is fucking it." It just feels like it's in line with me and like my. Again, I'm always bring up the German thing, but New York is so efficient. You know, it's like so many things happening every day. 
It's truly, I feel so fueled by it. Yeah, and you're probably right if yeah. you feel that. Yeah, I'm getting a place there. Oh, you are. I'm keeping this place, but I'm looking into place right now. And, and say, I'm sorry, what, uh, what's your, your uh, fiance? Vida. Vida? Vida, yeah. Um, she's, she loved New York too? She loved, so what, what I think we would do is we keep this place because I love living in LA. I think the lifestyle is incredible here, right? I mean, just the rooftop we just were on, yeah. the sunset, and it's just nice weather. It, you get more space for less money. Lifestyle's great. But for stand-up, it's not that. Especially the I'm a newer comic, so I just want to perform as much as possible. Yeah, in New York, I just get so many more opportunities to perform. You know, so I love. Well, that. that's you know what I've seen comedians go to New York, and even though I'm pro, I love LA too. Yeah, but I've seen comedians go to New York to become better stand-ups, and yeah. guess what? I've seen a lot of them accomplish it. Yeah, it, it's it's not like focus focus. It's like getting on a lot like that, and good for you. For wanting to go do it because yeah. it's going to, you're, you're going to, I mean, you get, you really, it's like a, you know, you can go up so much. Yeah, I love it. And uh, it makes a difference. You see someone that did that for a year, just a year, and you're like, oh. It makes a difference, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Visible notice, a comedian, yeah. I don't want to say his name because he'd probably take it as an insult, yeah. but um, it is a compliment. I remember yeah. I hadn't seen him. I'm like, oh, I don't know who you are. I didn't know who you are. You've grown that much yeah. in that year. You're like, yeah. wow. Yeah. From just yeah. going up and yeah. up and up. Yeah, and the and New York, right? You just the the romance and the energy of it, right? For sure, it's yeah. pretty nice. Have you yeah. ever spent time in New York? We've traveled a little bit there. We've done some trips there. Yeah, we went to uh, New York, did a trip, and then uh, we used to do these trips. We travel a lot together and like shoot even podcasts on the go with people in New York in hotel rooms, stuff like that. It's really cool. And then we went to Fire Island on a trip. Do you know Fire Island? Mm -hmm. Have you ever been there? I saw some of your videos there. <laughs> Have you ever been to Fire Island? No, no. It's intense, but it was fun. Went there, did some trips, yeah. What's your experience? Yeah. Do you think he could make it as a, like, you know, the mogul stand-up comedian he wants to be in L.A.? Or does he need to, you know, spread his wings and go to to New York? To moguls? I, 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 I don't, <laughs> I you know moguls. what, I got to say, like, just the sheer getting up that much. I mean, could you get up that much in L.A.? And I think it's mixed with you, like, would want to move to New York anyway, right? I love New York. It's not, so you yeah, love it so, anyway. Yeah, I think you could, but but if, but that's the big bonus of it. Yeah. You, I mean, like I said, you do. It is a good place to go and fucking just yeah, like like a baseball camp for someone that wants to play baseball. Sure, yeah, and also like I think uh, it's good balance being here and New York though because I like I like it, the, I get the best of both both worlds. When I'm here, I'm a little bit more relaxed. I'm spending time with my fiance, with the dog, and then I can write more. I write every morning, but then I go to New York. It's just like pure hustle. Mm -hmm. So it's a good. I think if I lived in New York, I think it would not be as sustainable. I think after a while, I could get burnt out. I can see that. Yeah, because I go so hard there. So it's a good balance, you know. But also, I love just I love going on the road too. So I'm planning a tour like in the second half of next year. Um, but I love featuring for people on the road because then I loved even going to random places, like the place I would never go to as a German. I loved going to Ohio. It sounds weird, no, I but I've it. never. I love going to Texas. I've never been to these places that, you know, Atlanta, places that I would have never like. I wouldn't just randomly go to Arkansas. You know what I mean? But like with stand up, I could go there, and I love yeah. seeing different I, parts of America. And you know, Atlanta's fun. I like it. It's yeah. weird how some cities you don't have to have that many cool things if just someone knows where to take you in that city. Yeah. But the comedy scene there was when I when I was heavily there a lot. That didn't say right, but uh, there were so many new funny fucking stand up comedians. Yeah. Uh, like ten years ago is yeah. when I was there a lot. Yeah. But um. Anyway, but um. Badum, 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 badum. Yeah. So, but <laughs> with you also, because you have, you've been on, you've been on Jimmy Kimmel. 
right? You've done all the late night stuff. Yeah, I have my notes here, right? It's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know the no, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> I have. Uh, I'll, I'll even give it a plug since I can. So, do it, uh, do it. Yeah, I'm on. The, there's a new show, second season. Okay. Uh, it's called Ten um, Year Old Tom, and okay. uh, I go to always go. I think you should leave because I love that show so much. Yeah, yeah. So I always end up saying, hey, "And it's a new show. I think you should leave." I go, "No, it's not." Um, yeah. But I want to go on Jimmy Kimmel if I get to to promote my show now that I can. Yeah. And show and I think you should leave clip and go. My show's doing fine, but let me throw some love and just show a clip of his show. Oh, that's of cool. My, yeah. If they let me, that's that's what I've sort of yeah, handed yeah, yeah. in. Um, but it's called Ten Year Old Time. I play the principal. Yeah. And it's got like you know uh, 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 Jennifer Coolidge is in it. Uh -huh. uh, um, she's everywhere now. I think she has a massive she's... comeback, right? I, I saw an American. Is that from American Pie? Stifler's mom, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. And now, uh, uh, what's the newest thing? Uh, I, I feel yeah. disrespectful. I just saw her everywhere. Now. And John yeah. Malkovich has a part. Yeah. David Duchovny oh. is the ice cream truck driver. So there's some really good people. Yeah. And then some people I don't know their names that you would they do other shows. You'd be like. And uh, do the principal, and it's fun. They let me ad lib so much. They mm -hmm. work around my dyslexia when I can't say words. Yeah, it's just all love, and it's a probably, it's a very fun experience. Yeah. So, so you're legit dyslexic, right? No, fam. I'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I read that somewhere. I didn't. Yeah. The voiceover is so much easier for me. Or if that was real, because <laughs> I can't walk. Sometimes yeah. it's hard to walk and have to do lines. Yeah. Because it's not like it's flowing out of your mouth. So that's, mm -hmm. I figured that out after years. And the voiceover, I do actually pretty good yeah. because I'm sitting down. Sure. So, and, that, and that's not as nerve wracking for yeah. me. So this is yeah. fun. And I have two Netflix specials on Netflix right now. And Todd Glass talks about stuff and act happy. So Great. boom, that's that's all people need to know. And, and do you think the Netflix, because I feel like it's the environment's changing so much with social media. Do you think... Do you still, when you go on tour, do people recognize you from just being on TV and having the Hollywood, you know, because you have a lot of Hollywood credits and all this stuff? Or do you think right now, do you focus more and, and emphasize more and put more importance on the new media, like social media? I, I, yeah, definitely now. Yeah. Even though I'm happy to take any of that to sure. spill over. Yeah. And there's still a radio station too that I'll do. Yeah. Mostly, that, but there's some powerful radio stations still that really help. Okay. So I'll mix in with them. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, yeah. not do the stuff that works but um mostly yeah i feel like uh yeah a tiktok and instagram for me because i feel like it's changed so much we're like it, the nowadays for a comedian i would assume and correct me if i'm wrong but i assume getting on a late night show like you know tonight show or jimmy kimmel or something like that i would even say being on on a podcast like joe rogan is probably a bigger stamp of approval and like brings more eyeballs well, and is a bigger career jump than being on a late night show, which used to be the holy grail of achievements for a comedian, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And you know, because that's still nostalgic, I think most comedians agree with me to go out and maybe do panel because you grew up watching that. Sure. But the truth is, um, and by the way, this wouldn't even offend a show. They know numbers and they get it. Of course. It's not, it's how many people watch, let's say J Jimmy Kimmel. How many yeah. people watch Jimmy Kimmel? It's not that. It's how many people watch him that are comedy fans that go to see stand-up got it when you do some of those other podcasts yeah even if it is a smaller audience sometimes it's not sometimes it's more but other times it's much smaller yeah but heavily they go out and see stand-up yeah, like yeah. When i used to do doug benson's show getting doug with high a mm -hmm. lot of his fans they go out to shows mm. so when you say hey i'm gonna be in the city you're yeah. in a large dose of people 
So that's interesting. The, yeah. Those, that's why some of those, some of those podcasts have a very. Because it's crazy with, with sort of like I've been on, I've had, and I have actually some interesting TV stuff also coming up this year, but I've been on, like I did some shows like American Idol. I did the thing in the Speedo or Catwalk with Katy Perry, which was a, a, American, like it's on ABC American Idol. I was expecting like a huge, you know, a jump in popularity. Um, but I gained a lot more from like a stupid TikTok I made than I got from being with <laughs> Katy Perry on a national television show. You know, like I don't, it's, it's crazy how that worked. Like in, in terms yeah. of followers, I think when American Idol aired, which was arguably a big moment, you know, it was memorable, people remembered it. But from that show, just being on TV, I checked my Instagram, I, I gained maybe a thousand followers on Instagram, which I gained way, I have one Instagram video that went viral, like over 15 million. I gained way more. I get 10K from that one, you know? It's interesting. And, you know, it's hands-on. It's, you know, it might be a little more work than certain people want, but yeah. it's not a good time to just sit around and complain. Yeah. Years ago, it was easier to complain because what are you going to do? Sure. The, everything was to record anything. Everything. Yeah, yeah. But now it's just you got to do it. But, uh, you know, it's all... If, if ultimately, I just want to put people in seats yeah. and have a good time along the way, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But when the, you do the, shows, like, what do you say the percentage of people who... Hey, we're trying to film a podcast here, okay? God damn it. That's a good question. Show some respect. You know... Oh, guys, having a mental breakdown over there. <laughs> Wait, that's not funny. <laughs> Hopefully you meet a person that's oh not having a mental breakdown. Having mental... a mental breakdown. Oh, my God. Do you see this person? They're having a... They're, they're out with their butt out and they're doing a... Oh, no, they have a problem. They have a problem, yeah. They're in front of the urgent care with a butt-ass naked. I've been uh, to the urgent care many times. You've been to the urgent care? What did you just ask me? Hollywood is an interesting place. Um, <laughs> I was wondering, like, um, when you have shows that you do now, oh. do more people come from your stand-up clips or from your, um, well, that's you know, a good knowing that's you a, from your appearances on TV and stuff? I'm still sort of figuring it out. and, and um, But I have seen, because I have the built, you know, the audience from over the years. Yeah. But, you know, eventually they stop... Some of them stop getting out or they're young. Sure. A lot of times it's younger people. Got it, yeah. They're married. They're, so you have to introduce yourself. I didn't want to wait. Like a lot of maybe people would have waited for five years or four years later to jump on and go, oh, shit, I should have done yeah. that. So I thought, come aboard early. You'll figure it Great. out. That's and the right you, attitude. Yeah. But I don't see a big, big, but, I'm, but I see a constant. Every show mm -hmm. I go, mm -hmm. I don't even say who saw me on TikTok. My manager said, say, anybody here, get, meet me, like, get introduced to me from TikTok. You know what? I was near the university. Every night there'd be some obvious students in sure. there. You know, you know that's just figured me out on TikTok. Yeah. So it's like, okay, and I see you're TikTok. going down the right. Yeah, check it you're out. You're going down the right. <laughs> or you can tell when you're at Vaughn's. You know, years ago when I did, I wanted to sell a comedy. Just, dude, ignore. I wanted to sell my first special to Comedy yeah. Central. I wanted to sell my. This has to do with who TikTok introduces yeah. you to. I wanted to sell my first comedy special to Comedy Central because that was like a real network. Yeah, because it's like twelve years ago. Sure. And then Netflix ended up buying it. And I'll tell you, remember exactly what I thought. I was bummed. I wanted <laughs> oh, to be like on a real God, network. Yeah, no. yeah. I wanted to be on like a real network. Yeah. Anyway, cut to my next special that we sure. do. I'm hoping that Netflix buys it. Yeah. So when I when when they oh but also even when I didn't want them to buy it, I wanted Comedy Central to buy it. it ended up airing on Netflix. I knew right away it was introducing me to new people mm. comedy yeah. central would have played it once on on netflix they were playing it after other specials if you yeah. like this you like. sure so i thought and the same thing with tiktok and yeah. uh people that come up to me at the supermarket a whole different breed of um you know dynamic yeah, yeah. of uh, of of the uh, people yeah, but I like it. It's it's going okay. Cool. You're. It's yeah. I love that because a lot of people yeah. I think they're so pissed at TikTok and they're like you know especially like we're doing comedy for a while and they're like 
fuck this and they try to like actively there's even some young comics right now in la that i've heard talk about this and they're like no stand-up is not about social media you're supposed to like suffer and feel the grind but then those people both. shouldn't be complaining exactly yeah, i think do both yeah do the grind and because i think if you can't beat them join them or whatever the saying is so yeah it's great yeah. that you join early on yeah, yeah you do both and by the way again it's it, it's it's fun to do it's not like yeah. it but um yeah uh but ultimately uh I, I ask and I'm always happy. I want to get a pulse because I used to always ask yeah. for podcast people. How many podcast people here? Yeah. And it was, a, it was a reasonable amount. Yeah. And they still come out. That's the thing. Yeah. They still come and, out. And what's your demo like? Is it, uh, do you have a Well, I'd like to demo? believe it's, 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 uh, it seems to be younger. Yeah. Um, uh, same thing though with like a guy like Eddie Pepitone is a comedian. He has a very young demographic. Interesting. And I like yeah. it's, to, I think it's because I'm older but I'm on their side. Mm -hmm. So I don't go up for, in my act and just talk about how bad everything is now. If yeah. anything, I defend the youth a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would, I, I get why um, yeah. it's not like I'm doing it to pander to them, but I would hope that I would identify with them because you know what? Also, I know when I was 20 years old and I saw like a guy my age defending youth, it was refreshing. Yeah. So enough people shit all over kids all the time. I purposely talk about it a lot because yeah. I want them to hear it. You know, I love it, yeah. so that, you know, I hope that I identify with them in that way or just the silly bits, you know? Yeah. Do you try to pander sometimes? Do you throw in some like Gen Z, like, no, slang? no, that would, see, you they, know, like for real, for real, they smell you know, that no shit. cap, bro. <laughs> you know, I like how I'm answering you. Like you, you're seriously asking me, but no, um, I mean, <laughs> I'll drop, I would drop like the other day, somebody goes punctuation. No one has punctuation anymore. I'm like, up, oh, got to get rid of punctuation. I don't want my text to 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 have punctuation. In it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my vanity getting in the you know over something that really doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could. I mean, if anything, you could make fun of yourself for you know if you have that audience. I think that's a good move of like making fun of how not Gen Z you are. I think that'd be funny perspective. If you even like you know threw in some you know trying to. I think that's been done before. Oh, I will. Though, you know? I will. You know, it's so funny. I know what you're talking about. When I was in Philadelphia a few times, I don't know why because my niece was there. I went. I said, um, "Oh shit! Now I won't be able to remember the phrase." Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. That's fuck. Bahma, what's the phrase? Come on. <laughs> Can I tell you, I'm not going to let go of it. it. It's a phrase that is so, if I say it, it's so shit. Can I call my niece on your show? You're not a show. Yeah, call her live. Call We're Katie live Glass. TV. Let's do that. Let's do it. Call Katie Glass. Calling Katie Glass. The first live phone call. <laughs> I love it. This is the first live phone call, I think. Okay, I got it. I remember it. <laughs> so I go, I go out of nowhere. I go, Did Jesus, you? chillax. Chillax. But my niece thought I was saying it really. So after the show, she goes, oh, you shouldn't. I go, I'm saying it ironically. So oh my God, I was in the right. right. You know? That sounds like but, that would happen to you in Germany because people don't get sarcasm there. You know, whenever you say something, you know, like sarcastically, they just, it goes over their head. Chillax. Chillax. Yeah. That's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. bad, that's like, yeah, a, yeah. it's that's like going, so bad, huh? what? Chillax. It's all right. This, it's, well, ironically, it's I would yeah. never use it. Ironically, it's not all right to say it. At my age, <laughs> yeah. to say that, uh, you know, uh, yeah, uh, what's the other one? Chillax. But there was another one. See, Any of those I don't phrases. even know. You think you're worried about that? I, I feel, uh, Jeff is also, he's 59, so I feel like I don't even know what the terms are nowadays. There are some Gen Z terms that are, be, I mean, unbelievably beyond my, my like, What's it called? Yeah. Like, I mean, the whole thing with Riz. I had to look up all these mogging. What's mogging? Do you know what mogging is? Mugging? Mogging. 
Mogging. People comment this on my stuff all the time. You're mogging somebody, which means like you kind of like you better looking than them. So you yeah. kind of like. But you know, you don't have to. Know, I mean, by the way, if, if somebody, the more, the younger you are, the more you're apt to know all of them. But if you just, I, I don't mind that I know a few now, but I'm not going to go out of my way because I think it, it comes off disingenuous and they smell like just, you know, it just seems a little forced. But I'm, but also I don't mind like certain uh, things take out of my act because yeah like i would say rolodex for a while and i go nobody knows it's an old thing you I used know. to turn and i go yeah why like so they don't gotta, know what it is yeah. and i see comedians that don't do that i go what are you that's so funny you know who you you? Just, yeah. i saw a comedian once he was a hypnotist and he goes may pretend the guy this is like 25 years ago he goes may pretend uh, you're going down the street and there you see raquel welsh well at that point raquel welsh was 75 or something and I'm, you know, just thought like this, this, this that, hypnotist yeah. guy has not updated his, yeah. his, his model so, that is popular a, now. Even, you know, I'm like, afraid of that sometimes. Oh yeah. Mogged to have dominance asserted over somebody. Chad is like six foot four, totally mogged me in front of my girl, man. Mm. You know? So when you mog somebody, yeah. when you have so much more muscle and are just overall larger than the person next to you or the group of people you're around, yo, that guy over there just mogged all of them. So Yeah. That's what to have saying? destroy a lefty's claims with wit and intelligence. <laughs> Whatever. So I'm, I'm afraid even like now with us, because I mean, we're a little younger than you, but even I have, I have a fear and it's a real fear of like VR coming into the picture, AI coming into the picture where I don't even, I can't even relate to a lot of the things that are happening. So I'm afraid that I'll be like my father who has to call me to ask how to share a contact on WhatsApp, you know? Yeah, I just want to be left behind, Todd. I just want to be left behind. <laughs> Is AI writing I know, jokes? I want to be left. You know, I, I want to be cool. I, look, I think about this stuff all the time, and I yeah. think you just have to find the mix. There are things like when every time the phone, you have to update it. This is what I try to tell my friends to sort of to cheerlead them into some changes. All right, I go. I know it is a pain every time I update my phone. You know, new apps change. You can't. Sure, sure. But guess what? There's always something that happens that I go, you know what? I actually like that. So yeah. it makes it a lot easier for me to go, like, you know, in a long distance relationship, when some of the emojis became popular, as cheesy as emojis are, but the happy faces and the hearts that you could make go off and like, that made texting a lot more loving. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but, but with that came some other changes I didn't like, but that was one. I, and now there's one now that I like, I started to go, oh, I can do. So I try to remember that when I'm like, fuck, I can't, this is so hard now. Venmo, they changed it or something. Yeah, yeah. So try, does that make any sense what I'm saying? No, it does. It does. Because I, I, I think you can find a happy balance, but I could imagine. Well, I'm just like more worried, not so much about being like not understanding technology as much or that kind of change. I'm more worried about like the empire I've built. Right? Mm. What if you're done? What if I'm done? What if another TikTok comes out and I'm not going to be able to dance, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody will remember my name? Oh no! And we'll be all fucked. <laughs> I'll be championing you. I'll be out there. I go. Listen. No, Mario. Mario <laughs> did that. Hey. <laughs> how do I know oh, how, what to focus on? To yo, so many companies reach out to me right now. They want me to sell my likeness to AI. I'm like, do I fucking do it? If I don't do it, am I going to be left behind? Is that true? You know what I'm saying? Okay, this is, this is crazy. There's three different companies reach out to me um, that one of them I'm at, I had a meeting with. They basically want to do this. They want to use my likeness, turn me into an AI avatar. 
Okay. Are you serious? So yeah, no joke. So you can play. Okay, so get this, and it can also be. Okay, it's, I thought it's I was crazy. To see if his eyes were gonna. So <laughs> what, <laughs> what they do is they scan your body, and you can do this also, mind you. You can do this fully naked. And I asked them if they, they can also make everything look a little bigger, like oh, adjust whatever, you know, like, you know, that's the, that's literally the first question I asked when they said, so we can scan your body. We can also scan your, your private part. And I was like, first question was like, can we make them a little, just one inch, just like, just, just like a little, a little more symmetrical, you know, a little like more leaning to the left, all this. Stuff. So, um, they can do that and you can, pl- and people can, fans can sign up to play a video game where they can interact with my avatar. The avatar is going to have my voice. AI is going to play the, that character so they can re- they can interact with them. You can ask Mario questions. Mario is going to respond based on whatever the avatar was, the AI was fed, like my mannerisms, my jokes, all this stuff. And then if you pay a little extra, you can bang Mario behind the trash can in the no, metaverse. No, shut up. Yes, 100%. You swear. Yes. Shut <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yeah. I got, pro- and listen. Wait a second. Is the last part true too? This is 100% true. Okay. You can, Did- it, it can be, so you don't have to do that, but like people can sign up for a fan experience and they can also, I mean, they could have sex with you on, in the metaverse, which, do, do would you care? You know, I'm like, and, and all these things, I'm like, what you have a manager, what right? What do I fucking... Sort of, yeah, yeah. Someone I do, you yeah. go to for guidance, yeah, yeah. What do they say? They say do because they want to make more money, so they uh, say you... do anything, sell your whole picks, and do anything you can to make as much money as possible. So here's my question: like, what the technology is too much? Like, I'm I'm doing podcasting, I'm doing this. Like, what if I, what if that's the new thing, and I'm I'm not jumping on it, like, and so I get anxiety about it. And I'm like, fuck. Is fuck. it is it is it financially? I'm not asking you any numbers, but is it does it is it a well? I don't know yet because it's like basically it's a new thing. But if wow. you jump on early, then it might be it might be. Maybe might there's be a good, version you, know. you could do. Wow. Yeah. Can you have your dog in? Would you would you care about it? Would I'd you be care? nervous that I I that's why I'm asking you those questions, because I'm thinking if something that was presented to me, you know, so there's always somebody that knows a lot about that world. Yeah. And that can guide you. Like so I have yeah. no idea. I, I would need like an think, AI. Why not? Sex or? robot consultant. Yeah. Can you also get the door? I think Morgan's. Yeah. And uh, that's wild. Yeah. I don't know if I would you care, Jeff, if people, I don't think he's the wrong person to ask. Like if people could have sex with you in the metaverse, it's not you. It's an avatar of you, but people are sexually having experiences with you in a game and it's your likeness and they're living out their fantasy in a game. Would you care about that? I think it's an interesting idea, but I think ultimately kind of the numbers got to talk. I mean, you know. Right, that's why. I this is America. Yeah. God I mean, damn it, the numbers. Are we talking about like a hundred bucks or right, right. Know, This is what I'm thinking you know? because like some amounts of money can be life-changing. And if you're yeah. smart with them, you might go, wow, I could, I'd have to be smart with that. But so we don't, is it, mm. that's the thing. Be an interesting. Well, legacy. it's like OnlyFans, right? I think it's just another level of OnlyFans. Besides, you don't have to do anything. And they see real... you like me, but I would look the best I can look, though, right? Yeah, no, you would look the, exactly. That's the thing. You, you, whatever you scan, whatever you put, you feed the avatar. You're like a video game avatar, right. and then they can do whatever they want with you. And obviously, you set the limits on that, and then people have to pay extra if they wanna if they wanna do stuff with you. So I'd, that's the thing. <laughs> Something to think about, Todd. I can I connect you to the company. Maybe we can make something happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm sitting here very interested. I'm like, well, not no, that I'm getting you, any offers. You got... You I would, but I'd look good. very what, interested, yeah. What's the worst that could happen? We can advance. The, you don't have to worry about lighting or chocolate sign. Right. No. It's an interesting time we live in, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm having another meeting with them. I'm, I'm considering it. 
I don't know if I'm going to scan my private parts though, but we'll see. Maybe if money gets a little too tight, if I want to get a place in New York, maybe, you know, I'm one, one, scan, one, whole, yeah. one whole scan away from buying a place in New York. So here's you, you go, uh, you know what? I'm happy to do the other part, but I'm not gonna, the scan in the private parts to be honest, I had a long talk with my fiance and yeah. we're, we're, we're not going to do that. It's yeah. we're better than that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's $5,000 per thing. You go, <laughs> yeah. okay, so you scan my private so parts. So do you, do you want to, <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> totally. do you want the left ball? Do you want to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Money talks. We're in America. I got that. should have made it That's more right. than 5,000. That's not enough. I'm sorry. I should, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, right. view or something. <laughs> like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another 250. That would have made the joke pay. Like better. But think about the Scan possibility. Away. You could you could have your, who's your favorite celebrity crush or somebody? You know, I, someone asked me the other day and I said I have more gym crushes than I do celebrity crushes. Because okay. you see That's the gym yeah. crush every single day. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I'll just be it's on the elliptical. Flex. I work out every day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do a lot, but I do yeah. go every day. Uh, but but I but I look around and I'm always like thinking like I pretty much know who it is. Some there I think of from 10 years ago. Yeah, like, yeah. I wonder how they're doing. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Damn. Well, you can have them and play a game and, you know, that's it. That's it. Right. I really I wonder, thought. especially what where sex, the sex industry is going with that because that's, the obvious first. Have you seen VR porn? No, is it, it's unbelievable. I've seen close, maybe to something, but not probably like not VR this porn level. you put on because you can see when you. It's so hyper realistic because when you look around, you're like fully immersed in it, and and it's going to be insane. Because imagine what's going to happen when you're in the video game and you're yeah. banging me behind a trash can, hypothetically. Why do you always have... You can, does it have to be behind a trash can? I don't can? know. It's just like... It's just a dream. Can't we? Can't Listen, I'm German. We have weird fetishes and fantasies. Okay, that's just, that's yeah, just the fucking like, thing I envision, you know? Like why not in a beautiful hotel overlooking the ocean? You're like, I do that all the time. I want to exactly. get banged behind <laughs> a trash can at a 7-Eleven. <laughs> How? Beautiful. Is that too much to ask? God damn it. <laughs> Please, yeah. that's all I if I can't live it in real life, at least I want to live it there. Um, yeah. So yeah, interesting times. Um, Todd, thank you so much. You're amazing. Thanks oh, for coming. Well, I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice what's your handle again? Is it Todd Glass? Double uh, S? Yeah, Todd Glass. What? Oh my. What? My. Oh, ToddGlass.com. Oh, dot com. ToddGlass.com for all my tour dates. Yeah. yeah. Got some tours amazing. coming up with Tosh. Yeah. Got some tour. Oh, with Daniel Tosh. Yeah. That's amazing. I do a lot of those. I do wow, a lot of those. Wow, that's great. I love I it. I do He's that. Amazing. And Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. A lot of dates with Jim Gaffigan, yeah. like Sarah Silverman. Great. Stay uncensored. New episodes every single Wednesday. We love you. Peace out. Peace.